At Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate and Bea Let's get the neighbors Hello, welcome to Neighbours This is the Neighbours Recap Podcast We have a little chat about the five most recent episodes That we just watched of the Aussie soap opera Neighbours. Today's one of my favourite versions of the podcast and that's where we poach someone from a different podcast mm-hmm. and invite them on and force them to watch Neighbours. So today I have CJ. Hello. And special guest, Kat Sparta. Hello. Kat is from a podcast I just discovered two weeks ago. Yeah, and I'm so glad you did. It's The Blaze with Kat and Lizzie, a 90210, Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. And yeah. it's, it's incredible because no better slice of life, no more realistic slice of life uh, what it's like growing up in Los Angeles than Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> and I have to imagine whatever suburb Neighbors takes place in. Erinsborough. Sh- sure. In whatever state that is. This it one. Is, this oh, okay. It is I thought it was like a metropolis situation. Like it's not a real. Erinsborough's a fake suburb. Okay. But it's realistically depicted as Melbourne. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I think that I've learned so much more in the past uh, five episodes that I saw of Neighbours than I've ever known about Australian life. Or wanted to know, maybe? <laughs> no, needed to know. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> now, Kat, you're born and raised in LA. Born and raised in LA, um, Australian-ish. I feel like I have a strong kinship with your people. And you lived here for a while. I did live here for a while. In, um, in Sydney. In Sydney. But we so. won't hold that against you. Yes. <laughs> um, I've even been to Queensland, so sorry. Oh, Queensland's okay. lovely. However, um, they do, and it's a sore spot for me this week because they do send some of our most beloved characters to retire in Queensland. They do. And and with any hope, that's where one of them went. Not with any hope. We need him here. No, the one that took him. Oh, drab. Drab. Okay, we'll get into that. Yeah. So, because um, you know Kylie Minogue. Yes. Um, her character Charlene lives in Queensland, fictionally. Oh. Yeah. And she, she can't even be bothered coming down for like a son's wedding or anything. Oh, no. She's a mechanic there. Is her, is she related to the handy woman? Yes. Is she? It, yep. If Let's connect the dots here. So, uh, Charlene is Paul's niece. Mm-hmm. No, sister. No, Scott is. That's right. Kylie's husband, Scott, is Paul's brother. Yeah, so they're related by marriage. Okay. Yeah. But I think that Neighbours, she's, Amy is a Charlene character, I would say. In what way? Like, you know. She's a woman in a man's world. Yeah, yeah. And she's doing it for herself. Yeah. It, it, you know, obviously Charlene stopped doing herself and started doing Scott. Yeah. But <laughs> I was going to say started doing Michael Hutchins. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, that didn't go as well either. <laughs> no. So, but yeah, there's sort of like that, the girl in the overalls kind of thing. I love it. And, you know, we have that every now and then on Neighbours and Amy's one of them. Yeah, Tomboy. Yeah. yeah. But this is what's even more exciting. I want to talk a bit more about The Blaze for a second before we jump into mm. Neighbours World. Because so I discovered this podcast two weeks ago while listening. This is Podception that I'm about to talk about. Because <laughs> I was listening to a Taylor Swift podcast, mm-hmm. which is Holy Swift Holy Pod. Swift. A beloved new podcast. Beautiful. And because and I found that because I was listening to a friend's podcast, Best of Friends. Mm. And one of the girls from Holy Swift was Krista Doyle was on Best of Friends and she's delightful. So I followed her to Holy Swift and then Kat was a guest on Holy Swift and they mentioned The Blaze, the 90210 podcast, and I'm like, I have to listen to this yesterday. And Krista and Aaron of the Best of Friends podcast have been on The Blaze. Yes. and I listened to their episode. Lizzie and I have been on Best of Friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is real, really podception. And, and LA is podcast 
incestuous. And I was someone last night I was talking to about this. I said, oh, I'm gonna I'm meeting a girl tomorrow and we're gonna do a podcast together. And they're like, Oh, what does she do? Where does she live? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> But why are you asking me those questions? <laughs> <And> we like television. <laughs> and he said, oh, LA podcasts are huge because people drive everywhere. That's true. So the podcasts are always on in the car. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I need to download more for the car. Mm. But my son's starting to get a bit annoyed because I'm listening to – I'm doing the talking book thing a lot at the moment. He's like, yes. I don't care who killed Heyman Lee. Shut <laughs> up, mom. <laughs> well, so I actually – podcasts became pretty popular in 2006. I moved to Australia in 2008 mm-hmm. and that's when I discovered podcasts Yep. because I – I didn't find a lot of television that I was enjoying on Australian television and I was very selfishly craving some American content. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. funnily enough, our TV landscape is mostly American content. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just think you hadn't found the 6.30 time slot. No, no I hadn't. Because <laughs> you didn't watch Neighbours while you were here. No, I didn't. I, I've been trying to rack my brain, what do I know about Neighbours? I know that there is Neighbours and I know that there is Home and Away. Yes. And mm-hmm. these are the two big soap operas yeah. here, right? We've had a few others over the years that have come and gone, but none that have lasted more than three decades like these ones. I know that Kylie Minogue was on this. Mm-hmm. I assume Danny Minogue was on this. She did a little recurring stint on Home and Away, actually. Oh, yeah. okay. Nobody in America knows who Danny Minogue is, no, by the way. Look, she barely makes the cut here, really. Yeah. I think she kind of, did she move, did she become English? Did I that think, happen? I think she, she has. And she a, married yeah. an English guy. Got and it. Stuff. Yeah. I know Margot Robbie was yeah, on great. Neighbours. She was, she was one of the highlights. And I know that somebody that I tried and failed to hook up with in Los <gasps> Angeles's ex-girlfriend was on Neighbours. What? Oh, do you have any idea what her name was? Gemma. And I, yes, it was Jai Courtney that I tried and failed to hook up with. Wait, Gemma, last name? What's her? Parita? <gasps> Gemma Pranita <laughs> is Jade. She is Sonia, who you met this week. Sonia, <gasps> she played Sonia's sister. Junkie Jade. No, she Jade wasn't a junkie. Oh, Sonia sorry. was a junkie. That's Who's Sonia? Toddy's wife. The man. Oh, the brother. Um, the one who, the, with the, sur- who, the surrogacy. Yeah, plot. yeah, yeah. Live yeah. a say. Jade played Sonia's sister, which was controversial because Jade's... Um, Asian. Eurasian, yeah. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. they were full <laughs> sisters. Jade, not Junkie Jade. No, they were full I sisters. I don't think there is one. So um, it was quite confusing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but firstly, before we move on, I think we need to go around the table and establish in 90210 terms who we relate to as a 90210 character and then maybe... We can ask you who you may be best related to this week, Kat. Mm, I like that very much. So I'm an Andrea. I am a bespectacled girl. <laughs> uh, I am a nerd. And yet I am an Andrea who craves Dylan. I'm not an Andrea who likes Brandon. So mm-hmm. yeah. in, in 90210, if you're a little better versed in 90210, this makes me a Claire Arnold. So this is the sort of really smart girl who's got a little bit of a a naughty side I like to think that that's (laughs) who I am um and this week I identified with the con artist teen hang on (laughs) (laughs) more information please her mother so the website you sent me to watch these episodes was in like substandard definition so it was just a lot of Caucasian people. Yeah. So I separated everyone into blondes and lesbians. Great. And um, there was a blonde who I assumed was Margot Robbie. Xanthi. Xanthi. No. 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 Who had had amnesia or something. And her teen daughter, 
who was yes. lying about her yeah. age. Yes. Okay. I'm identifying with that girl. Willow. Now we're now we're cooking with gas. Xanthi's the worst. Oh, no, she's lovely. She when she said to like a 70 year old man, like you're like Katy Perry. It's like what? She's the youth connection. She's how the show is trying to stay relevant. And she's oh. yeah. She says things like Bay. Right. She's yeah. like let's Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was on Instagram for a while and then got trolled on Instagram and oh. then her life was over. That's exciting, actually. <laughs> and okay. actually, the best part of that storyline was she kept tagging this fashion designer in all her Instagram photos and then the designer blocked her. Yeah. <laughs> so please don't represent yeah. our company. <laughs> yeah, they asked her to stop wearing their clothes. In real life, Xanthi would be, she'd have her own show. Yeah, she's and we've met her and she is actually 17. She is the actual correct wow. age. She looks like a grown-up. Yeah, she's not like... The 90210 cast that were 30 year yeah. olds. She's actually a teenager playing a teenager. Okay. Mm. But, and so is Willow. She's a teenager as well. But uh, so I'm actually an Andrea, but who was probably would give anything to have Brandon be my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He was my first TV boyfriend. And he's, he's actually with us today in doll form. <laughs> That's the doll I got for my 10th birthday. He has a real thick tan. This doll. He does, doesn't he? I don't think Jason Priestley, Canadian Wonder Boy, has ever been that brown like he's got a liver problem this doll <laughs> he's jaundiced he's jaundiced so but you're you're a bookish yeah bookish i would always wanted to be the kelly of course oh yeah um, beautiful but deep down i'm andrea yeah. and yeah bookish nerd wanted the hot guy didn't get knocked up in college though but yeah you know no thank but, god but have been disowned from the greeks but yeah <laughs> uh, well gabrielle carteris wasn't no, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Um, Who's your neighbours? Well, I identify self. a lot with Terage. I call her Terage. Terage, because um, she's we're both Greek. But she's the businesswoman that was running around doing a bit of... Um, she didn't hot. have the best week. She never had a great no, week. No. She wears bla- power blazers. Was she the one who was in charge of a movie prop yeah. Yeah. Exhibition. display yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that everyone was treating like the real... R- Royal crown jewels. Crown jewels. Yeah, yeah. Sure was. Display. She loves to go on a bit of a tirade. That's why I call it to rage. Yeah. And <laughs> I identify with that. Yeah. So. And normally when her husband cheats on her or something like that, she gets like the, the, the steam coming out of her nose yeah. kind of look, you know. I saw that in this week when somebody was like, uh, I lost my keys. And she was like, I'll fix it. Yeah. 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 Breathe out from the nose. So I have a bit of a bad girl past. Um, I'm now a mom that's married to a you know, conservative politician guy, <laughs> but I used to be a bit of a Valerie and that's who I'm holding on to for the rest of my life. I love that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, it, and it works because we went to the same school, but we, we didn't really know each other at school and we would never have been friends at school. Oh, so I like, would have loved to be friends with you, but you, you would have said she's too dumb. But on, no, <laughs> no way. Andrea just would have been terrified of Valerie. Probably. If they bit. were at high school together. I, I wanted to be smart and I didn't um, get in. So we had like levels of math class. So mm-hmm. there was like smart. I don't know if they do. Yeah. So um, I didn't get into that. And then my smart friends dumped me. So I, I reacted no, bad see, girl wise. Yeah. I, I was I was smart at school, but maths was my Achilles heel. So yeah. we would have connected over that. Yeah, yeah. We would have been in the same bottom maths group. You yeah. would have tried to <laughs> infiltrate and write an expose for the blaze yes. yeah. about the bad girl Actually, lifestyle. And I was devastated that we didn't have a school newspaper because on American <sighs> TV they all had a school newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. We we tried to do one so I went to a different school later on and we tried to do one there, but it became basically a burn book. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> And, like, there was just notes on, like, who doesn't do their makeup great and (laughs) Catholic girl school. (laughs) Yeah. Girls are – That's where bitchiness lives. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And who's your kindred on Neighbours at the moment, CJ? Um, Well, Paul and Therese, like, as a love. 
Yeah. Paul. Paul is my kindred. Yeah. yeah. Is Paul the father of the tattoo boy? No, that's Drab. Brad. We okay. call him Drab. Okay. We call him Drab. Paul Robinson, you didn't get a lot of taste of Paul. He's one of the the heritage villains of Neighbours history. So he's mm. been on the show forever, been involved in all these scandals, got pushed off a balcony, lost a leg, like all Ooh, this stuff. Yeah. And He's he, still hopping on. Yeah. And he... Very Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. So he wants to take control of the hotel empire. And at the moment he runs, okay, the, he I, runs the motel. So he's not as great he as he once was. He shows up to talk to an Asian man. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's him. <laughs> yes. So You knew that because he was one of the non-white people. He was yeah. one of the one and a half non-white people that I saw <laughs> this week. <laughs> and, um, and as you know from visiting Melbourne, there it's not just white people that roam the streets of Melbourne. Right, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, let's launch in. Normally, I kick off with a bit of Neighbours Council business, but we've got a special guest, so we really want to dive into some of this story here. So we'll do that at the end. And we'll kick off the week with... Monday the 13th of February, 2017. Now, Dee is a character that was on the show. The blonde woman was Mm -hmm. on the show 13 years ago, Mm -hmm. 14 years ago. She was beloved, lovely character. She and Toadie got married. Toadfish, that's his name. Okay. The old man. Uh, Well, he's He's middle-aged. He's a full old man compared to her. And then in a flashback, I'm like, is that a different person? Was that a flashback? He went through. It was a or flashback. Or was it them in wigs? No, it was. It that was, was a, flashback. a flashback. He went through okay. quite the transformation. I heard that there was a very pivotal scene when he removed his ponytail. Sure was. His yeah. mullet. Yeah. Oh brother. He had a curly Love mullet. It. Love it. And his name is Toadfish. Yeah. So yeah, and the whole fantastic. his whole family has aquatic nicknames. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the ponytail actually hung for a while in the pub. On the set. I'm uh, never going to stop vomiting. Um, but thankfully that pub burnt down. Yeah. And, um, oh. the, the hair might still be there. I was, <laughs> Is it I synthetic? Was, and I used to do a bit of extras work and I was in that scene when the pub burnt down. So I was evacuated from the building. Wow. And so I can a- attest to the fact was that... Was that when Paul lost his leg? No, he was over the building when he lost his leg. Uh, I, a lot of the disasters that happen at Lasseter's are sort of combined into the one Yeah, event. same yeah. actually, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So D... 14 years ago, everyone yep. loves her. Mm-hmm. She gets married in costume as Bo Derek from mm-hmm. uh, yep. 10, basically. <laughs> Not intentionally, but yeah, that's yeah. how it panned out. And they got married at Werribee Mansion, a heritage listed building in the outer suburbs, in out of western suburbs of Victoria. Melbourne. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Lovely. There's a video of the neighbours' crew doing a jaunt down there, Aww. trying to retrace Dee's last moments. Yeah, we tried to find her. <laughs> on, on YouTube, Neighbours Pod. And they got married. She went over the edge of... A place that doesn't have cliffs. Like, Werribee's just quite a low coastline. Basically, she was flung off the edge in a car at quite a high speed. But basically, when we went down there, it was a sand dune that he kind of... It looked like he would have had to mean to do what he He would have had to have sped up. He being toady. Yeah. Yeah. And this is on their wedding day. Yeah. That's the best. (laughs) That's so good. There's a lot of stunts that we don't get to see much these days on Neighbours, but they had the the car in the ocean. They had helicopters circling, the whole thing, and she was gone never to be seen again. Mm -hmm. Until the cliffhanger of last year into this year, she arrives. And we rejoiced and it was the greatest day of our lives until they started to plant seeds of doubt. And say, well, hey, maybe she's this imposter, Andrea. Andrea. Oh. (laughs) An evil twin? Well, that's another theory. There's every theory is floating around at the minute. Okay. I mean, whoever she is could be like somebody with plastic surgery to to look like D. Could be an evil twin. Could be D with amnesia. Could be D, but Mm. D's always been evil. 
you've really just hit all the nails. On I all, want yeah. to. Re- I I need the links. I need the receipts, as they say. I want to read about these theories. Mm. Tell I've, me more, com- or like send me links. Yeah, we'll do. I've compiled every crackpot theory Good. ever, mm. and I'm going with the Anastasia theory, the mm. 1997 um, 20th Century Fox motion picture that she is D, but she doesn't know she's D. I think that's the best outcome we could have. And so she – because if she had all this plastic surgery, why is she gold digging? She would have spent a lot of money on <laughs> plastic surgery. Yeah. She could have gone to a like a dodgy oh, yeah, true. place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, she's actually catfished Toadie by pretending to be the daughter, saying she's worried about mum, and then Toadie follows a taxi out to Werribee mm. and Kate, our other co-host, looked it up and it's like a $140 taxi fare. To get out there, and Tony mm. just follows her out there, no questions. Like, you want you want money, but you're dropping a couple hundred bucks on. Yeah, uh, there were some problems with it, but we needed to see them go there. It was lovely. So I don't care. How so they this got was there. a very pivotal scene. Yeah, was yeah. she has lured him to the place where they got married right before he, she died. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that they so that he could. He acted his butt off. It was yeah. beautiful. And yeah. he's Toadie's been on this show for 20 years now. He's done nothing but soap. And he can bring it. I just felt like it was really rude to that actor to <laughs> intercut scenes of him with his younger self. Yeah. It is pretty And mean. his younger hairline. Yeah. yeah. No diss. I mean, time comes for us all. We're all watching Luke Perry on Riverdale right now. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's just, you know... It's tough. And he's and she looks yeah. the same. And because she actually got the actress got involved in a, a bus hit her when she was in her early twenties yeah. and Fairy Jason Priestley. Like no no one actually wrote that. It just happened. Right. Yeah. He had a car accident, remember? Yeah. Race car. She pointed yeah. to the doll. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the doll. The doll. <laughs> I mean, like, that's okay. what happened with his skin. It's still bad. Real speed demon. Um, <laughs> okay, so Dean. I may have blocked that from my mind, but why don't we hear a bit of this scene? Because it was actually beautiful and I couldn't mm-hmm. even look directly at it because it was too emotional. I still remember that. Every word of it. That's all I've had. And then we were married. You were my wife. And I was, I was holding him, kissing my wife. Tell me it wasn't just a little peck on the cheek, eh? Tell me we really went for it. <laughs> One of my highlights of the week. It was beautiful. I think I think it's beautiful for different reasons than you do. Okay. So from a former bad girl, she is awesome. As a con woman, she got Toadie to go to the place of their wedding, say his vows again <laughs> to her. While he's married. Again. While he's married to someone else. She's a killer. I love her. Hey, actually, yeah, you're right. A few of us online are lamenting the fact that she might not be the real D, even though some of us are true D-leavers. Yep. But... If she's this con woman, I kind of love her too. Yeah. Better than Sonia. Yeah. yeah. And Sonia's the wife. Yeah. That yeah. he puts chocolate on her face in a show of romance. Mm, yeah. Not just that. He's like, happy Valentine's Day and gives her a carob heart. Mm. Oh, God. I thought he said that and I was like, I'm choosing not to believe that. Even if you can't, <laughs> like, is she a dog? She can't eat chocolate? She's a vegetarian. Not a vegan, a vegetarian. So have chocolate yeah. that doesn't have milk in it. Good point. But also, is it to do with the pregnancy? So she, yeah. she she's impregnated to their friend. Yes. On and, purpose. Um, Mark, mm. who is an alcoholic police officer. <laughs> <laughs> He's only recently gotten on the Terps and I like What's him. Terps? 
It's alcohol. Slang, okay. slang for alcohol. It's turpentine, which is like a chemical. That yes, you, got yeah. it. Uh, but so if you really need alcohol, that that's a good stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we typically call him Dull Cop, but mm. I warmed to him in his <laughs> drunk oh. in his drunken stupor. <laughs> I've got to say that the scenes when he was drunk this week were my favorite because they were so bad. Okay, so here were my thoughts about Mark. Go, go yeah. for it. Uh, I, I wrote to myself in my notes, this guy, parentheses, Mark, who misses his ex, is both more embarrassing and more empowered than I'll ever be. <laughs> um, but I kept trying to figure out, um, so I, I, I'm using a little Aussie slang myself. Mm-hmm. I think that his girlfriend, fiance, is Pavo Stockard Channing. Um, <gasps> oh, be- interesting. Because she, I was like, what? Is her face like I've seen her face on someone else's body before? Have, do you, maybe you know her son Harley Bonner, who was on Neighbors for a while, and he's now maybe he bumped into him in LA. Yeah, because all, all the Neighbors stars, the young ones, when their three-year contract is up, they all move to LA to try mm. and be Margot Robbie. It's entirely possible so that you've probably, you've probably seen him at the shops. I mean, I've probably been like I'm trying to move my car, and they're going to the club or yeah. something. Um, so I couldn't. Well, I, you know, obviously the episodes all sort of blended of together. Course. We can go fluidly as well. Well, so, okay. Mark and his ex, or current, Stockard Channing, mm-hmm. have decided to have a baby via surrogate mm-hmm. with Sonia. Yes. And Sonia is Toadie's wife. wife. Yep. But is the baby, bi- not that it matters, but is the baby biologically Mark and Stockard Channing's? No. You're right. It doesn't matter. And they, uh, they tried to go that avenue, but she can no longer have kids but also she had cancer and she's had depression she's had a lot of psychological issues and doesn't want to come off her medication and then her eggs all dried up so there were a lot of layers to why she didn't want to be the birth mother so Sonia said I'll be a surrogate I'll be a surrogate have my womb it's free and they went to do the the IVF counselling and everything and the IVF counsellor who is Victoria the lesbian that you met this week fantastic she said not a great idea I mean, yes, do this for your friend, but um, you guys all need to be on board. And they were all like, oh, I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, sure, we're good, we're good. And then Sonia said, well, just have my eggs. And they said, no, that's against our guidelines and protocols. And then then they went off book. So they just went rogue. Now, in the US, you can't be a surrogate if you haven't had your own child. Yeah, she's had a child. They just outsource the care for her a lot. Oh, because she is talking a few times about, we have so many children to support. (laughs) Let's make more. So (laughs) one of them moved to Silicon Valley to work on a startup or something over there. And then the other one is a three-year-old who's often in the next room having a nap. Great. And since this show takes place in real time... Uh, it's all Valentine's Day. All week was Valentine's yeah, Day. It was, yeah, And it may have appeared to you, Kat, that in Australia we all take the day off for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this is why I thought he was a su- total alcoholic because he comes to her motel where she is constantly having personal, like, business in a motel room well she owns it or she part owns it yeah but like doesn't she have an office like why is why are they always like on a bed well they used to go into the utility room where they kept all the towels and stuff (laughs) but it it was quite unsightly for television that room yeah no and I think and also it's a really dark room so that's more like where Paul does shady things rather than business where you're kissing girls right so she oh that's right she's also She's had a girlfriend before. She's bi, she's not being faithful, which bi people love that. <laughs> they love that being on television and mm. in movies, that that's the only thing about bi people. And the other beat they hit with Mark was, she went out with a girl, therefore anytime she talks to a girl, I have to be suspicious. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He's also 27. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So he shows up in his police uniform and is like, it's Valentine's Day-ish. 
I'm going to make a really fancy lunch. Which was salad and rolls, I think. <laughs> yeah. And champagne that we were supposed to have at our engagement party. Because cops can just leave work for lunch and go home. And drink. And yeah. drink champagne and make lunch while their Cupid neighbor roommate gets Cupided up. Brother. Oh, brother. It's, it's his brother. J- the yeah. great Jane Pool, that family. Yeah, very good Jane Pool. Yeah. They were handsome. Mm. And mm. The, other, got that. the other thing is lunch isn't the traditional meal of the Valentine's Day celebrations. <laughs> like dinner flies the flag for Valentine's Day. I'm always late when I go places. And mainly that I think is caused by neighbours. <laughs> so I'm under the impression that there's enough time at lunchtime to pop home, make a meal and serve it. Chill the champagne. <laughs> Chill the champagne. Have spin a fight the with, salad. <laughs> yeah, spin the salad. Have a fight with my fiancé in the relationship and get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> like that's – neighbours has ruined the length of time yeah. for me. He changes clothes. Yeah. He also at one point he's leaving, he's like, oh, and his phone buzzes. He's like, that's work. And then he just like <laughs> goes to – the police station yeah and he never has a partner like a cop partner yeah, yeah he's just solo all the time one thing we've established before and i think you're, you're sort of getting the gist of it he's not a great cop it seems like his heart is in the right place though yeah. oh yeah i wouldn't dispute that at all yeah. he just gets a lot of things wrong but he's yeah. so thirsty he is like i love you and it will work if you just if you just start believing the things i believe <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be fine. And she's looking at him like she's going to barf on him because mm. she's so grossed out by the notion of being engaged to him. Because mm. she wants to be with Victoria. And let me remind you at this point that this time last year he was engaged to a different girl. Oh, be- so oh, my goodness. it's not like this is a couple that's forever tried to conceive. and No, there's none of that. So the other girl that he was engaged to, he also arrested on their wedding day. Yeah, the, the relationship fell apart because he turned up with the cuffs while she was about to walk down the aisle. That's sexy. Yeah, it was, it was, it was it pretty was great. Yeah. And then she put the wedding dress in, <laughs> the, th- in the dumpster. Threw her off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> also, a shout out here too. We mentioned him briefly, Aaron down the mines. Mm. Aaron, he used to work down the mines. He stole the show, I thought, in that Cupid's outfit. Yeah. He said in that, I went to a corporate event and they called security and I turned to my husband and I said, what corporate event gets that show up in a sheet and calls security? I'm, the only one I could think of was the Liberal Party. Yeah, right. Which is the Conservative Party. Right. So they're the only ones that don't want him dancing around their, their room because I think almost every other company would be like, yeah, that's usually in. That's usually on the um on their budget. Like, well, we better hire some trashy entertainment yeah. for the clients. I knew this girl who used to be a nude model. Like not uh, – she wasn't a stripper. She used to model for – Life model. Life model, yeah. yeah. Um, but she forayed into just being nude, like as a profession. And <laughs> she used to – um. there was a group that was like the North – Melbourneian feminist society or something and they would hire once a month to just stand there naked while they ate lunch is this like on Mad Men or something no it was in Melbourne wow yeah to empower them yeah so like I feel like this could have been part of the budget of the party he went to (laughs) quite conceivably he was wearing clothes really he's wearing a ten dollar cupid costume with whiteboard shorts oh yeah he's thrifty yeah (laughs) He's and, a freelancer. And he's a hunk and he's going to, you call it a fancy dress party, mm. to meet a guy, right? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, he said it. Oh, I was really confused. No, he said, Carl said, you would have impressed whoever you were in that. And he said, oh, I should have, but he wasn't there or something. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's gay as well. Right. So we, we fall down on the multiculturalism on Neighbours, but the sexual diversity is, I think, represented quite well. well as, yeah. far as, as well as it could be on a soap 
It strikes me that when the writers had the opportunity to start using gay storylines with abandon, that they're just that their options multiplied. So they got really excited. Yes, I think so. I think that's what happened because Mm. there's a lot of, well, then there's also some cheekiness that feels really outdated. So there's an old man and he witnesses Sexy Cupid Mm. being a Sexy Cupid. Oh, yes, Cal Kennedy. Kennedy. And he's like, I think that's just the thing to impress (laughs) my wife. Also, me and my grandson have just invited a strange girl to come into our home. (laughs) And she agreed, even though she does not know us. And that's Willow. Um, he sends this girl and his grandson out so that he can have Cupid dress him up as Cupid, Mm -hmm. but like modestly, he's wearing a toga. And then there's this like real Benny Hill, like hijinks moment where Mm -hmm. Cupid is like kind of bent over to fix the quiver and some not a boy walks in and he's like, it's not what you think. Here, let me give you $10 for your services. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is like 1982 yeah. jokes about gay stuff. Uh, it's, However, when you think about it in the context of is there anyone gay on Bold and the Beautiful, for example. Oh, I wouldn't even know. Yeah. I watched it like for one week and I yeah. was like, oh, I love it. I'm, I'm guessing There's nobody gay on 90210. So in, in, in the soap opera landscape, it's mo- it's streets ahead of its competitors in the fact mm. that there's even a gay main character, not a gay guest character, but a gay on the main credits character. And However, it falls down in the fact that they've still got to do. Yeah, I don't want to hijack your format, but no, go for it. Can we talk about the main credits? Um, yes. First of all, have there been over seventy five hundred episodes of this show? Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, Yeah, they had their 7,000th like a year or so ago. The main credits, I don't think any of those people have ever been in the same room. (laughs) They (laughs) look like they're all in front of a different green screen. And these are actually controversial new credits because they used to have quite lovely, they're all frolicking around the street and by the lake and sitting with each other, but now they've green screened everything. Mm. Yeah. It's so impersonal and we actually made our own version to show how how cheap and nasty it is Mm. to just sit in your backyard with a green screen. Yeah. And they actually, when their episode debuted this year, they spelt three of the actors' names wrong. (laughs) Uh, so the the neighbors of which there are many yeah Mm. and many of them are in the credits that i never saw yeah i think storylines dip in and out you they were probably there but they didn't have a storyline so they wouldn't have like someone may be doing a play or right you know has um has to finish high school or something and has it been the case since the 80s when the show premiered that neighbors everybody needs good neighbors is the theme song sure is it's had many different incarnations Mm -hmm. so it started with barry crocker well so there for example i watched five episodes and so five times i saw a priest but in the episode, all I saw was um, a hunk open a door, reveal a naked man, and say, if you don't trust a priest, then I don't know what you think. And I was like, what? Yeah, that's all the priest action we, <laughs> we got for the week. And it's been was quite a relief because he's not my fave, oh. as people know. He's not my fave. So and did you see a girl that was looked like eight months pregnant? I saw a girl that looked like three months pregnant. Oh, that's good. Because we found out she was pregnant a week, week ago and she's just gone boop. Yeah. Um, but she's pregnant to that priest. But no one knows. But no oh, one knows. and that's why some dude is lying for Yeah, her he's her yep. beard daddy. Okay, we're beard. skipping. I'm sorry. No, he's no. also gay. Yeah, well, he's closeted. Yeah, But he closeted. confessed to the priest that he likes. And he, the priest was like, well, I'm confessing that I knocked up some lady. So <laughs> he keeps confessing. quid pro quo. He keeps confessing, but no one's in the room. He just assumes that God will get the memo. Maybe he's yeah. a Quaker, secretly. There's no, there's no uh, clergy between. Oh. Ah, 
Is that part of their deal? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm to Wikipedia that later. They're, that's, yeah. Check, check out a meeting. They're quite nice. I only know them from the oats. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. love the oats. Yeah. Can't get enough of them. <laughs> so, all right. Now, Steph deals with this breakup by inviting round the lesbian that's made a move on her. Mm. Who is in a relationship with the cop's boss. Not really. Okay. So, they were together and have a child and have, were in a long-term relationship. But they broke up and now Victoria's been on Tinder. So, relationship is over. She's on Tinder a lot, but many of the dates don't show up. So, yeah. she's just hanging around the bar drinking. Yeah. So, but they've made it out like she's a scarlet woman, but really they were broken up. Mm. So, Detlez at the police station, she's got sour grapes, not because her wife cheated on her, but because her wife moved on quite swiftly mm-hmm. from their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, they have a little pash in the mo- dive motel, and then Steph goes around to this lunch, and which she had told him, like, don't make a fuss. We just, yeah. let's just sit down and talk through this. Don't worry, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> she says straight away, I kissed Victoria, it's over. And he almost, that almost wasn't a deal breaker for him. He was like, oh, well, we can still, nah, it's over. It's done. <laughs> yeah, she really had to, like, uh, she's tried to end it. Like, this has been a slow burn over the last few weeks. She's tried and tried and tried. And that's and a tough position to be in. Mm. But she does spend a good 40 minutes walking down the stairs mm-hmm. afterwards. <laughs> And considering walking back and then there was a lot of that. A lot of a scene would happen and then music would swell and we would see somebody like at one point the handy woman like triumphantly like walks and I was just like, yeah, girl, like (laughs) slay. (laughs) Uh, And and during that montage with Steph though, he's putting the flowers in the bin and I I loved it. But also those, it was a small kitchen bin and that bouquet took up the whole space of the bin. There's no room for the dinner scraps in that bin now. But one part about Mark that we know about his personality is he's, he cleans too much. Yeah, he's a neat freak. Oh. But he's not like, it, there's nothing pathological going on. He just really likes a clean. It's and an actor's choice maybe. I maybe it started that way. Been, yeah. But now it's written in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I love that his first instinct was to clean the kitchen when she left. <laughs> his, his emotional cleaning. And then he was like, nah, screw this. I'm going to throw the champagne bottle. Because there's also some speculation on Twitter that, how how many drinks did he have? Because he got drunk pretty quickly. Yeah. And people only counted one or two beer bottles on the table. But then someone else pointed out, well, he would have cleaned up all the bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would have. He would have drank it and immediately yeah. put it in the bin. And most probably he drank most of them from a glass mm, because yeah. that's much more proper. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's hear a little bit. I actually was fascinated by that sad, sad music that was playing over that breakup. So I found it. Mm. So it's called Fickle Heart. Oh, perfect. But how am I supposed to breathe when you give me nothing? Tell me how can I get through to your fickle heart? Because even when I'm broken down, I stay fighting here on the ground just to love you. Okay, I actually think I need you to send me that song because 
So I, you know, I, I think I mentioned this on the Holy Swift podcast. Yeah. I liked country ironically, and right. then I love it. And you were ironically, yeah. especially it w- terrible, like yeah. not terrible, just that kind of like, oh, my heart Heart's is broken. breaking. It's so literal country music. There's just mm. there's there's no subtext really. And I love that it's something our countries agree on. Um, we agree on so little these days. Um, <laughs> we do. You we know, do. Yeah. should should things happen between America and Australia yeah. because we don't want each other's people um i love that there is country music here yeah there uh, is not here so much in the city um but there's definitely a, like 10 minutes that way this country you know <laughs> what i mean like it, it happens really quickly there's a song i i was flipping instead of watching neighbors i was flipping through australian television and found a country music channel yeah, mm. yeah. and watched a music video for a song that went you might be cute but <laughs> you're not my ute Oh, I love it. And what was the... Come on, what? I'm serious. Was it by Shannon Knoll? I don't know. And I mean, we don't know what a ute is either. I was like, does she have a UTI? And then I was like, oh God, it's a car. <laughs> it's like a pickup. Yeah. yeah. It's like a mullet car. That's how I think of it. Um, Utility yeah. vehicle. Someone, but, um, someone, Vera and I know, used to go out with a country singer. And she had, um, she had a song called I Like Them Country Boys. And I think you could get into it. Her name's Jasmine Ray, so look her up. I think we might need to make like a put some of these on Twitter. But so Mark, by the way, he, before lunch, he said, "I'm committed to you for the long haul." And then he got a text and left. And I yeah. thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, the long haul for him, the, the long haul for him is five months, really. Right. Yeah. He, often he doesn't actually have to do the long haul because like his his significant others die. Yeah, his something. previous fiance died. Well, no, two right. fiances ago she died. She's on Bold and Beautiful now, actually, but. What two fiancés ago? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Kate mentioned this that three times a fiance and never a groom. Never the groom, poor yeah. guy. Yeah. I guess the the other kind of relevant thing going back to Toadfish, mm, and sure. I refuse to call him Toadie, uh, is <laughs> <laughs> what well, you know what you should you should call him what his wife calls him, Jared. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Pre- I prefer the full Toadfish. Yeah, Toadfish, the classic. Um, is when he shows up for Sonia. And brings her flowers, and she's pissed. Like, <laughs> you're bringing me flowers? But it would suck if it was Valentine's Day, mm. and your husband was like, oh, I was just renewing my vows with my dead wife. Yeah. That's a z- supermodel. It's, 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 yeah. it's, a hot, it's <laughs> That's gorgeous. Yeah. That is a hot button issue there. And especially when she's like, I'm pregnant. Oh, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, to someone else's kid. But come yeah. on. <laughs> He gave her a carob heart. Oh, yeah. What else did she want? put it on her nose while she was sleeping. The most romantic of moves. I sort of – I'm pretty excited for Toadfish um, about this because he wasn't as into this surrogacy as she was. Yeah. Because he kind of wanted a couple more kids, but he's – things aren't working great downstairs. Yeah, he lost his penis in an accident with an inflatable castle. Well, no, we're assuming. It's still there, but – we can't imagine what else went wrong. It doesn't work. Yeah. Maybe it's inverted. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that seems that seems possible. He didn't want it. And this feels like the ultimate F you. Yeah. That like D's back. Super hot wife is back. She's also bought a kid. I love it. And I love Andrea. And I, I want her to stay. Now how about the manoeuvre <laughs> where he takes Willow flowers? Mm. Oh, that was really lovely. So we all think Sonia and Mark are going to get together, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's they've played it quite platonically for like three years now. That have friendship. they ever hooked up? Never. Okay. No. And come on, before I was talking about how I was an Andrea, like if you've got a hot friend, mm. like straight away you're in love with him, no doubt. 
she's holding a candle. And, yeah. and she's holding his fetus. Yeah, he, he, he's impregnated her now. <laughs> via she's, she's held some of his things. Some of his items. Mm. So really, you wouldn't say no to that situation. No. He'd clean up. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect man. Yeah. <laughs> so she has a, a massive go at Steph. Every, by the way, they break up and then they, they may as well send out a news alert mm. to all their friends. Everyone goes around delivering the news. Oh, yeah. I also love – that's just a television thing where in real life you would like not see people actually. You no. just post about it. Mm. But they're like, I have to go to someone's front door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And deliver the head. with Mark. Like <laughs> it's like so great, and it's like, why are you here? It's also the middle of the day. Why am Why am I here? It's the middle of the day. <laughs> let's actually let's just run through. It's the middle of the day on a Tuesday, Valentine's Day. You've got um. Okay, she's the mayor, and she runs a nursery, like a plant nursery. Who so, is the mayor? Sonia, the pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's my favorite thing to tell people. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, much better than she's carrying the cop's baby. Nah. <laughs> she is the mayor. She runs a nursery. She has a child in the other room. She has a child in Silicon Valley. She has a child in her belly that is somebody else's yeah. child. Yeah. And she has a husband with a returned dead wife yeah. and a teenage daughter and, and who is going to be an air cadet. And yeah. they need to pay for her <laughs> school. And <laughs> another branch of this tree. <laughs> and, and she's a... Local politician, thank God. And last year her dad turned up who, who she thought was dead and he's like, no, that was your uncle. I'm your dad. Here's your long-lost half-sister. Can you donate some bone marrow to save her from dying of cancer? Yeah, so they really, saved her and now we've never heard of her again. There's yeah. a lot going on with Sonia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, we should mention she used to be a junkie. Yeah, she, oh. had, she had some demons that wow. she worked through. Uh, so, and that's, how she, that's her platform that got her elected. She said, I'm you. I've had my issues. I'm yeah. not perfect. I'm you. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I've ever done drugs, but okay. Um, so she's home in the middle of the day. Mark pops home in the middle of the day as a cop. Toadie's a lawyer. He pops home. Well, he just took a road trip yeah. to the castle. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Screw whichever person needed him in court that day. And yeah, so. He's like, like it's Valentine's Day. I've got to hang out with yeah. my dead wife. <laughs> uh, there's bereavement leave and then there's <laughs> resurrection leave. <laughs> I thought Steph had a really triumphant moment this week because we've all been screaming from the rooftops, Steph never wanted this baby. She had doubts. She said, I'm not sure we should go through with this. And Sonia's like, too late. I'm not taking the morning after pill. You guys deal with it. And then they had this great exchange where Sonia's like, we chose this. You can't opt out. And Steph went, pull up the pony. Mm. Uh, You guys all decided this. I know it wasn't intentional. But you and Mark pushed really hard for the surrogacy to happen. I felt like I never had a proper say. Well, look, I'm sorry if if we made you feel excluded. But the, I mean, the only reason that I pushed is because I believed in you both so much. No, but, no, but it's more than that. Like, you chased. You chased when all the signs showed you that you should have backed away. Yes, because I wanted to help you. But are you sure? Which I loved. And then Sonia decides, well, fine, I'm going to help with the parenting and I'm going to be involved. Yeah, and I when I saw that, I got visions that um, Brennan's going to move in. Because, I mean, because also um, Steph lives there at Toadie's house. Yeah, Steph lives at Toadie and Sonia. She doesn't even live with her boyfriend. Oh, sure. Now, if you're Toadfish and you're a lawyer, apparently, <laughs> you decided that it was totally cool for your wife to get involved in the surrogacy nonsense without a legal document about yep. how it yeah. would pan out. Yep. 
Not the first Australian family to have made a mistake oh. like this. I don't know if you follow the news. Yeah. I'm not making any statement about surrogacy one way or the other. It's just you got to have like a good contract that yeah. sorts out what happens mm. if, you know, if this scenario, then what? If that scenario, yeah. then it's, what? It's a highly emotionally charged endeavor. There is needs to be scaffolding in place mm. for wh- if things go south. Right. I can't remember her name right now, but she was on The View. Yes, Sherry Shepard. That's it. This happened to her, right? She, yeah. There is, I can't remember, is there a child? There is a child, yeah. Like her ex-husband is suing her for child support yeah. because they split up during the surrogate's pregnancy. Mm. And she was like, I'm not trying to raise this baby. Mm. And her case is that she felt pushed into it. Yeah. Like Steph. And yeah. there are also, there's some interesting legal waters being tested right now with fertilized embryos that people fertilize mm. together uh. and then they split up. So Sofia Vergara and her ex that wow. are going through that right now. Yeah. And he's using like legal precedent in one state versus in another where there are different um, sort of like abortion laws mm. to wow. try to find a way to squeeze her for some maternity alimony. See, it, the, the issues, there's infinite Whoa. issues around these, these and it's areas. And it's uncharted territory yeah. in a lot of ways. And if you're a lawyer, back to what you're saying. Toadfish. If you're toadfish. You, you just wouldn't, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and You know what I'm saying. You know yeah. what? I'm not a lawyer and I would still pop it in an email or a Google Doc yeah, or yeah. something that we can all access. LegalZoom.com, like some sort of yeah. get a notary involved. But he's just like, you know what? I'm busy. Yeah, I've got a dead wife. <laughs> <laughs> so then this turns into a lot of financial discussions yes. with, you know, well, can we afford to raise this baby that you've decided now to co-parent with your buddy? And... I have decided to pay for Naval Academy or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Whatever is correct. Because actually in Australia, a lot of public schools offer Air Force cadet training. So it's it's totally fictional what they've concocted here. Yeah, because yeah. in reality, she could go to Melbourne Girls College. She could take some courses there that would allow her to enter yeah. the... Uh, there's one on the Yarra that um, Bear and Kate looked up. Richmond, yeah. I think it is, on the on this river here, the school that offers that. It's weird that it's yeah, not a river, there's, but the, anyway. There's, there's no fee. So really, I mean, it, it, it probably would even be more realistic if she said, I need flying lessons or something. I need a plane. Or, or <laughs> like I need to live in Richmond. Yeah. I need to live in that area and that's expensive. So she's 15 and pretending to be 13. Yes. And her mother is like, the only way they'll believe that you're 13 (laughs) is if we put the stupidest pigtails on your head. It's not even trendy pigtails. It's like a six-year-old would wear those pigtails. No, it's not like fun like fishtail braids or anything. No, no. they're up at the very top of her head like antenna. Like when you're a kid, when you first learn to draw people and you draw a girl. (laughs) Yeah. That's where her pigtails go. She's like go. a stick figure. Vaya, <laughs> um, yes. If Andrea is really D, but she has amnesia, and so forth. Yep. How do you explain the daughter? Good question, CJ. Uh, uh, perhaps it's not her biological daughter. Perhaps oh, yeah. she raises it for another relative, or. Um, yep, I like that. Or. And again, it goes back to one of my theories that maybe she was never D. Maybe there's this other yep. life she led before she met Toadie and... And that kid was just in a pocket somewhere? Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. um, look, I don't know. Reach out, Pod on Twitter to explain Willow away. I would like her explained away, please, immediately. Because I ran into someone during the week 
I, I know a few members of the Neighbours in a Sanctum and I would never dare to ask them for inside knowledge about the plots of this show. <laughs> However, I was talking to a colleague and then someone nearby, she, we, we work on a different production, someone nearby works for Neighbours mm-hmm. and she overheard this girl asking me, and so what's going on with this imposter? And so she heard me regaling. I said, I just don't know if she's fake D, if she's real D, how much credit am I giving Neighbours? Is she an easy D? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a little American joke. What was what it referring to? The president tweeted that something <gasps> should be easy D and nobody knows what he was referring to. Do we still, do we now know what he's referring I to? I don't care, but uh, <laughs> Grinder retweeted it with a quizzical emoji. So, <laughs> yeah. And actually, well, speaking, there are, we do have a couple of American listeners because during the week we had a hello f- on Twitter from Jonathan in Tennessee. <gasps> hello, Jonathan. Who's Hi, a Jonathan. Tennessee local and listens to Neighbours and discovered it. Neighbours in 2008 and now listens to us. He, he would have got it. Yeah. yeah. So you were regaling in, in mm. your office about yes. this nonsense. In the street. And then this woman walked past and went, I know the answer. <gasps> oh. Then she threw you off a cliff. Yeah. yeah what did, what did, and did she just walk away? Well, I just went, no. And I was with a friend, a friend I didn't know very well. So I had to kind of entertain this friend and say goodbye. And I had to sort of be with this friend. I <laughs> couldn't just throw her abandon her and run <laughs> after this woman and go, tell me what you know. So I, there's, I don't know if there's another twist coming. but So Kate and Vaya both are really hoping for another twist. I, to be honest right now, I just want Andrea to be on Andrea and be You want best. a bad girl. Yeah, I want a bad girl. She can come in and be the new Paul and she can run mm. another set of accommodation. <laughs> like she can open it. Airbnb. Can, yeah, every, and just rival Lassiter's oh, and the yeah. Dive Motel and the Backpackers. You know what? She'd make a good – and she was in a show about um, hookers. A, oh, like a, the actor a bathhouse? It was a show oh. called Satisfaction on Foxtel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like high-class call girl kind yeah. of. Yeah. Probably around the time you lived here. Yeah. yeah. Great show. and Sounds yeah. right. Yeah, it's on Netflix actually. You could check it out. I do remember when I moved here trying to – Googling uh, – because I have like a neck – uh, pain and I was googling like cheap massage Sydney oh dear and then I was like ah prostitution's legal <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes. um and but she would play a great madam Andrea yeah imagine Mad- if she was madam of Erinsborough I'd love it that sounds great she mm. could yeah she could totally run that out of the dive so motel the, the willow yes she she's aware that there's a scam happening and yes. she's like mm. feeling guilty because she likes Toadie mm-hmm. and he's he brought her, her flowers. Yeah. But she's, it is true that she wants the money for Naval Academy or whatever. Mm. That's not a farce. It's not like, and we want it for nefariousness. Yeah, no, she wants it. But I think, I guess D, actually you're right because if they got the money for school fees, what's left for D to go and spend? Well, I think that's why Dee's going to try and steal Toadie off Sonia and actually just live Dee's life. And just have live dip into the well forever. Yeah. The loyal cash well. I think she thinks th- this is an easy hit, you know? Like and she can... may never have to sleep with him because Probably his not. penis fell off. Yeah. In a jumping castle accident. <laughs> Bouncy castle. I don't know what you call them in the States. Does, uh, bounce house. Okay. Bounce house. That could be the name of Madame Andrea's brothel. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Willow decides she loves Ben, Cal Kennedy's grandson. Yeah. Because they both like physics. Like, yeah. He went to genius school also. I don't know if he told her that, but he did. Well, it, it was a very great re- almost reveal where she's like, I like physics. And he's like, that's your 10 stuff. And she's like, uh, huh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm, is like, I'm so smart. <laughs> You're still allowed to know about topics, <laughs> even if you haven't studied them. Yeah. I think they still brought it up in year seven. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. She follows him into the Kennedy house 
and yeah, that was great. And which I thought was really cute. I like that she had this little crush immediately. And I, I don't even care that she just met him five seconds ago. That's how teenage crushes work. Definitely. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was. It was like, there is man. I'm going to marry him. And yeah. <laughs> we both went to girls' schools. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I went to a, a driver's ed and I walked in and I was like, hello. Yeah, we our school our school had a had a relationship with the boys' school. It was like a yeah. I'm gonna call it a co-production. I'm picturing the movie Flirting. Yeah, a hundred percent. It was a lot like yeah. Have not, oh have, yeah, have not seen. We'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah, I had Greek class because I had to. My dad made me do Greek, but I had to take a bus to the boys' campus to do mm. Greek oh, with them. What's that there? Yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> uh, and then we did choir. Heard about stuff. that on Tori Spelling's show. <laughs> <laughs> so a little inside baseball yeah <laughs> another phrase that you probably don't use here no i have i i, I hear it because i listen to podcasts Good, there you yeah. go okay so she's got a crush on who ben ben that's um, all you need to know about ben but he, ben is like it's really great how smart you are let me introduce you to a small child yeah jimmy's barely 11 he's just started year seven Which, yeah just started so she's what like year eight Oh, Ben's no. with Xanthi. Yeah, Ben's with Xanthi. So yeah. they're both, you know, in their senior year of right. school. Yeah, and they almost had sex. So. One, on one day they almost had sex and then they got interrupted by his grandma and then it never came up again. But that's why everyone's mad that they might get back together or that they did get back together. Yeah, they think he's he's too good for her. Yeah, she's... Even though... Because he's a genius and she seems vapid. She's, and you know this term, bogan. Yeah. 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 So it's... And not cashed up at all. No. A non-cashed up bogan. So not even the good kind of bogan. Yeah. We'll round off firstly with Willow. She's feeling conflicted here because she wants to support her mum but she likes a boy and she her dad's being nice to her or her fake dad's being nice to her so she explodes at Toadie when he comes around I'm not your daughter Mm. and runs out and I'm like and we're all like how's she gonna get out of this one like very easily yeah (laughs) she's just like don't listen to her and he's like okay she sums it up with one word teenagers yeah I thought she was going to be like you know she's non-binary she doesn't identify as a daughter (laughs) (laughs) no it was teenagers they'll say anything yeah xanthi by the way sounds like a gender neutral pronoun to me <laughs> yeah Doesn't um it? yeah. it's actually the greek word for blonde ah mm. oh i love that mm. so yeah just it's quite that's inside so, baseball as someone well. on the neighbor's staff is is repping the the greek <laughs> heritage and to give sonia some credit because i rarely do mayor sonia mayor sonia thank you she wasn't in her robes this week you should wait till she puts the mayoral robes on tell me more does she get a little wig too no she's never done that no she has like a lot of bling that clinks around when she Mm. walks but she her saving grace this week was how supportive she was she meet willow comes to her and she connects with willow and sees that she looks after her mom and she's a good kid and sonia is really supportive and said you know what look Mm. after her look after this daughter and I think that's how you should have reacted when the dead wife showed up on the doorstep you should have started off being supportive Mm. and then we could have witnessed your descent into madness Mm. not start off as cray and then you've got nowhere to go but and again I don't give Sonia much credit but obviously the entirety of her husband's dead wife returning has happened when she's got pregnancy hormones oh okay so I feel like you know and, like, when I was pregnant, I really was waiting for the other shoe to drop and to get crazy. Okay. And I didn't actually realise I was crazy. <laughs> like, right. it was that far gone, you know. And, yeah, so I think we can't judge her because she's probably in a corner crying over a broken chip cup or something. And if your yeah. husband was like, guess what? My wife 
Margot Robbie or whatever showed up, yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, oh no, yeah. like, oh great, yeah. this is the worst. So yeah, yeah, and you're not even locking your husband down with his own kid. Yeah. Anyway, because yeah. women do that stuff. Yeah, all the time. Uh, now we need to talk about the pieces of Hollywood exhibit. Yeah. That one piece. Uh, <laughs> now, we have this term cat on this podcast, ceramic pig. Mm-hmm. Carl, who you met in the cu- – who was dressing up as Cupid for his wife for yes. some kinky action, he, in a notorious storyline a few years back, bought a giant oversized ceramic garden ornament. It was a pig and put it in the front yard and Susan cracked the shits and said, get out of here, get your pig out of my front yard. And then the neighbours kidnapped the pig and played pranks. and That's fun. You know. So anytime a – not quite right storyline pops up that doesn't fit with the main action and is bizarre it's a ceramic pig and the ceramic pig of this week was almost the cupid wings but not not it's this ceramic crown it's the right Mm. it's the crown exhibit that's come to Lasseter's outer suburban melbourne like you you went to an exhibit cat while you were in melbourne while you've been in melbourne yeah going to the museum to see some david hockney work yeah so in the middle of the city you're going to a yeah, to a sure yeah an exhibit mm, at a museum you're not gonna or a gallery. get on a bus and go for 40 minutes to go and you say <laughs> that but we just met today yeah. and i have seen the southern hemisphere's largest sundial <laughs> which is in wherever yeah. it is yeah where, where, in, i have no idea yeah, i think it's in victoria maybe couldn't tell you yeah <laughs> yeah well i've seen it and when i went to the library in that town they said have you seen the sundial and we said yeah no we saw it on our way into town and then we went to McDonald's because that was the only restaurant. Yeah. They said, have you seen the sundial? <laughs> and we said, yes, we have. But also, I, I know, so. know which but town this is because I love it. <laughs> I mean, you should Google it. Also, That's you fine. told me that you, when you were living here, you drove all over Australia. Yes, did some road tripping. Which I know that Americans are partial to. Mm-hmm. They drive all over that country. So I think there's not much road tripping that goes on right. mm. with okay. the locals. Well, also, so this is confusing. I didn't know who Paul was. Yeah. Mm. But... It seemed to me that the Hollywood prop exhibit in an outer suburb of Melbourne was set up to impress an older Japanese man. Yeah, Mm -hmm. business mogul. (laughs) Who shows up with his white granddaughter to... Not even train. He speaks English just to like be there. Oh, she's trying to take over the business as he dies. Okay. Yep. So that was, I was just unclear if it was like, we're just doing this because this is an art exhibit or if this only would happen because we're trying to impress this man. Yeah. I think maybe it was just coincidence. It's like, well, we've got this booked in. Oh, this will tie in well with his visit. Well, also the last time they came, she had nothing on for um, Australia Day. Yeah. She got in trouble from the Udagawas because she didn't put on a barbecue for Australia Day. Yeah. So she's like, it's Valentine's Day. I'm getting some stuff in. Yeah. And also, so it's called Pieces of Hollywood, but they've got Mary Donaldson's wedding gown, Princess Mary of Denmark. Mm-hmm. Denmark? She's in Hollywood, but whatever. And then they've got a bit of a shout out. I believe. So they've got the crown, Mary Queen of Scots's crown, as seen in, and I could be wrong here because I checked out. As rain. In, rain. Uh, which is airs on the CW in the US, oh, yeah. which yeah. is a, a channel for 12-year-olds. Yeah. I mean, it's and usually my bread and butter. No, yeah, like, and us, like, like and our people. <laughs> my husband also likes yeah. every show on there. Yep. So this was for people <laughs> like us and the youth to be like, yes. rain. But also it's got the neighbours connection because the girl who plays the main rain, uh-huh. Adelaide Kane played Lolly oh, yeah. on Neighbours. Oh. Inception, indeed. And then Caitlin Stacey uh, was Rachel on Neighbours, mm. and she's one of the handmaidens 
of the oh, queen. I didn't know she was on that. Yeah. yeah. Nina Caitlin Stacey. Big free the nipple champion and... She sounds exceedingly woke. But the crown goes missing and we were supposed to care somehow. Yeah, no, nah, it was it was the storyline that no one cared about. Carly's always involved with the ceramic pig. Mm, yeah. Always. It's, I think it's tradition. Yeah. Well, and there is a term for that in Hollywood. Oh, yes. The MacGuffin. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. The MacGuffin is the element of the plot that pushes the story forward but ultimately doesn't matter. So in a Mission Impossible movie or something, it would be like, we've got to save the gold or mm-hmm. like, I don't, whatever. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm going to say that movie. Tomorrow. Yeah. But the whole point <laughs> is, you know, so we can do stunts and make out. Yeah. 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 So it did it did pave the way for um a highlight for me, which was watching Tarage run do laps of the hotel scurrying around with this crown under her arm. And who's this ex con that works for her? Uh. Gar- can you Gar- talk about Gary? Gazcan. Gazcan. So Gazcan, Zancy's dad. So you've got the cannings, you've oh, got okay. Zancan, Gazcan, Colette Nan. Yeah. We we obviously have much more respect for Colette. Um <laughs> but um Gazcan was in prison. Okay. And then while he was in prison, Xanthi arrived and said, I'm Gary's daughter. And everyone's like, you what now? We didn't know you had another daughter. So he had a separate family that lived up in Queensland, um, which you've been to. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the people there are different. They're a little glitzier than here. Mm-hmm. And um, Well, they wear bright colours instead of black, the yeah. Melbourne uniform. Yeah. So Xanthi came down with her glitzy colours. Now, then Gary and Therese had a lot of chemistry and they hooked up a lot. And it was kind of hot, to be honest, even though I want Paul and Therese to be together a lot. Um, yeah, she just got down to business, mm. had a little action. And because Australia is upside down, by the way, as you said, Melbourne is New York and Queensland is like Florida. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, like my grandmother <laughs> retired in Queensland. Right. So, yeah. By yeah. the way, it wasn't in Victoria. The sundial was in Singleton, New South Wales. Oh, okay. I've never been there. Let us know if you've been. Oh, Oh, it looks quite phallic. Yeah, it does. It's very phallic and it looks kind of familiar. But it's a big sundial. Hmm. I mean, like. I hope that entire town runs on time. (laughs) Yeah, I hope it does. By the way, links to a Wikipedia article, Australia's big things. Yeah, yeah, we have a few. We're very proud of that. I hope Neighbours is number one. Um, Anyway, so Gazcan and Therese broke up because she's too good for him. Is basically the, the... But then she hired him to do security for her... No, he was already working there. No, he's like the garbage man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. The crown goes missing and we get the crown back. Care factor. I don't have it. But do you want to talk about the two boys involved with the retrieval of this crown? I would like to hear your thoughts, Kat. So there is a hunk <laughs> who's friends with the gay priest who's impregnated an, the hunk's twin brother's fake girlfriend. Yeah. Yep, more or less. But there's a lot of, oh, and the old Asian man was like, I know of a so-and-so. Does he have a twin brother? Yeah. But they're, I mean, I guess they could be fraternal twins. They don't look anything alike. Yeah, yeah they, they, don't, they, they don't look anything It's from alike. the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito school of <laughs> thought. Yeah. And there's and there's some great, uh, I hated that I was doing this, but I was doing this because I do it a lot with 90210, which is this sort of like racial math mm-hmm. where I'm kind of counting. I'm like, okay, they're... There are two half Asian people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that makes a, a, whole a minority. Yep. And then there's a scene, and I, I'm sure we're going to talk about it next, but with the teenage girl who's dating a bartender, yes. yeah, yeah, where definitely. she's just <laughs> standing there, and like a black girl walks in and is like, "He's hot," and walks out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. right. and I have gone on many a rant <laughs> about the fact that oh, clap clap, neighbors, you've put multicultural extras on screen. Are they allowed to talk? Not much. <laughs> 
give him and so at least she had a line right (laughs) 90210 does a very special episode about uh, any sort of disability uh, or diversity or Mm -hmm. sexuality Mm -hmm. they'll say like and this week a a black person (laughs) on a very special 90210 right um but then you know that was 25 years ago so okay so uh, the little boy stole it for who cares but the hunk covered for the little boy yes. because he likes, he likes the boy's mother yeah. who is the cool handyman lady yeah. mm-hmm. and you can tell that she is both sexual and strong and how can we tell this cat she has hot pants and a tool belt and always she, and yeah. she drilled into the wall mm-hmm. which had some implications also she she citizens arrested him yeah <laughs> She did. <laughs> Which isn't it? That's not a real thing. That's a TV thing. I no, agree. I think, it, I think it can be. It's like my dream to citizens arrest somebody. My parents are real cops, but oh, I. Whoa. Yeah, but I'm just like, oh, I would love. It's like if somebody like cuts me off in traffic, I'm like citizens arrest. You're in the. You're staying in the CBD of Melbourne. You could walk out of this hotel and just sit. You, I reckon you could find calls for citizens arrest. There's just something about an American person in a foreign land um, doing <laughs> yeah. that that feels real unseemly. Yeah, you'll, you'll be on the news. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, I'll be Corey Worthington. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was famous. Um, so she citizens arrests him because she wants to touch that bod. But I loved that she was just always in a tool belt yeah. and hot pants. Yeah. It's the, re- the same way Mark's always in his police bullet vest yeah (laughs) yeah yeah to go to his ex's or whatever his girlfriend's hotel um but she's really pretty i really liked her she's lovely yep she's like uh from new zealand that actress and she was my favorite i think and i i appreciate that because i don't think she's been able to shine during this whole leo tanaka crush they need to give her more we'll we'll get more more. i'm sure we'll get more yeah she yeah yeah, she used to go out with the handyman of the street Mm. and they went into business together and had a lot of flirtations over the lumber and um (laughs) but so i've missed a lot of that sizzle that she had with kyle and i haven't felt it with leo but now that she's drilling into stuff maybe we'll get a bit yeah that was that was a saucy um maneuver on her behalf yeah she didn't look for a start. I want to let you know that. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. She, she'd she already found him. She had. We'll get to the home stretch of the week. Uh, let's talk about Pipes. Piles, Piper and Tyler. Mm. Are a, a young star-crossed lovers at an eight-year age difference. Oh, my God. Living in a backpacker's. Okay. So there is some really great advice that somebody says, which is. He's hot. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't let him out of your sight oh yeah yeah that when the woman shows up <laughs> this like random girl shows up she's like he's hot and do not trust him bye and then, like <laughs> leave don't leave him alone but also he is at some point giving advice to another guy and he's like i won't take advice from you oh I think you have a school-aged girlfriend you're in no position to give advice and his brother yeah so they're all brothers these handsome folk oh who wait? Who is so his brother? Mark, the cop or the so cop? Cup- Mark and Cupid and Cupid and Man Bun. Man Bun brothers. I just thought I agree that anyone with a Man Bun who's shacked up with a school aged girlfriend is in no position to give yeah. advice, <laughs> and mm. it wouldn't be for a few more episodes until I would see said school aged girlfriend, mm. and I felt like the show was looking out for me because she has double buns Mm -hmm. and it's like what better way to identify between all of these caucasians like who's who oh good bun bun and bun are together at last yeah Yeah. and so she's supposed to be this 17 year old that's lusting after a guy in his mid-20s but she's always dressing like she's about to 
Pauletta and My Little Ponies mm-hmm. and play. Well, she has such a, it's the manic pixie dream girl thing. Mm. She's wearing short alls and mm. she seems like she's trying to be just quirky, like a yeah. Natalie Portman in Garden State. Can I just say I love the term short alls? Yeah. <laughs> I've never used it and I want to start using it. Yeah. I, I need to get me some. It's gr- it's a, it's a, like a double portmanteau. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. feel like... But, yeah, that's the sort of thing I, I stopped wearing around age three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, my son's when, got some. When, yeah. when, you could make, when you could keep your pants up on their own, mm. on your own, yeah. without needing additional clothing to do that for you, yeah. you stop needing to wear them. But she's, she's really self-conscious because he's a bartender and she thinks because of the stranger who spoke to her and yeah. was like, he's hot. And she's like, that's my boyfriend. And she's like, bye. That <laughs> like, oh, man. She goes, oh, no. If I don't, I guess, literally spend all my time at this bar, he'll I'll, sleep with somebody? I really hated that story. And also, he yeah. was a couple of weeks ago, he was a mechanic by trade. There's probably hotter people that he could have hit on when he's greased up under a car. Yeah. Than behind the bar where he wouldn't have had five minutes to himself. Fix it, Amy was in her hot pants next door. Yeah. And she's much more close to his age. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he actually, he's so he's got a job at our favourite venue, um, Backlane Bar. Backlane Bar, all right. Now, Pipes is suddenly... It's peach pit after dark. Yes. <laughs> totally yeah. is. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. Um... So it's the cool, trendy Melbourne bar that our characters go to when the waterhole in the suburbs won't suffice. But it's actually in the city. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, it's yeah. supposed to be. It's supposed yeah. to be in the city. Yeah, it's a, yeah, probably not far from here where we are now. Okay. So Piper decides that she needs to go there immediately. She hops on a train into the city and tries to just wander in to a bar. Mm. She doesn't even try to age herself up <laughs> the the pixie buns stay up and the drinking age here is 18 so yeah. she doesn't even have to look like a full adult no. really she's, she's no. basically six months younger than she needs if to she be. let her hair down and put on j- jeans and a tank top she'd be like hi i'm 18 <laughs> hi please yeah. give me a vodka okay yeah. done great <laughs> No, I thought it was terrible. And, like, it was only, like, last week where she was trying to divorce her parents to get on government payments because she couldn't eat anything but um, home brand pasta. And now she's willing to throw money on going into the city and other things. Also, she trained in and out of the city quick sticks. It was still daylight when she got back from the city. So, obviously, the door wench doesn't play ball and just sends her home like get out of was my this face a daytime bar it was, a, it was yeah. Yeah, during okay. the day which you know again Australia, does she have school <laughs> she does australians love a daytime drink don't get me wrong they do they do but that kind of place isn't open then, no so. you don't go to a nightclub bar no. <laughs> you go to the pub she needs a fake id but fast and she has some ways she thinks she can get it mm. one is just by asking her brother who we know is trouble because he has three small tattoos. Yeah, correct. He's nefarious. He's not just doesn't just have tattoos. He administers the tattoos. Yeah, because anyone who who wants to own a tattoo parlor has three small tattoos, <laughs> yeah. easily hideable <laughs> underneath a t-shirt. Which, if he's not sun smart, those are going to fade real fast. And we know Penny from Neighbours has pointed out the many failings of Ned's sun smart behavior. And also, it's not great advertising for this business because. If you want to go get a tattoo, you want to see a dude fully tatted up. Yeah, yeah you, you want do. like a sleeve at least. Yeah, if you're an artist of any kind, you have to believe in your work. Mm. But also, Ned has had some problems with the law. He mm-hmm. burnt down a disabled woman's house recently. Cool. With but her in it. He didn't mean it. But 
No, he didn't. Was it because he heard that Toadfish's ponytail was in it? (laughs) (laughs) In which case, he gets a pass. Yeah, he does. (laughs) But he won't give it to her. The pregnant lady won't give her... Um, That was weird. That's her sister as well. That's her other half sister. But she, like, steals the ID and then goes and makes money to buy an ID. Yeah, that was stupid. She already took Paige's license out of the wallet. I'm like, cool, you've solved your problem, Piper. Well done. Quick thinking. Mm. Off you go. Have a nice evening. And she, But she goes, no, no, no. This won't get me very far. She reminds me of Summer Heights High. <gasps> yes. Yeah. J- Jemay? No, no, she reminds me of she's a naughty girl with a bad habit. <laughs> bad habit for drugs or something. Like it's, she's going to take one ecstasy and then die. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's like working shifts. I mean, this is a girl who's all ages. Yeah. She's like both eight years old and twenty five yeah. years old. And also, she li- she was on exchange in Canada for at least two years. Also, at one point, she thanks her stepmom for paying her in cash, and I think that's because she's on Centrelink payments. So that would be illegal. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe she was being paid in trade, mm. like in goods. Yeah, <laughs> like in- you can have one of our quiches. Yeah. <laughs> your dinner so you don't have to have no name brand pasta but her but this is i think very accurate of a 17 year old that she doesn't just say to her boyfriend i'm nervous Mm. that you're gonna meet Mm. someone your own age and it makes me feel bad she doesn't have an adult conversation like it's not the sort of conversation you have when you're in a relationship at that age not that i would know i was never in a relationship at that age but she does the weird thing is on valentine's day they refer to date night she said, oh, but it's date night. I'm like, I'm 34 and I don't think I've referred to going out with my boyfriend as date night. But also, could you imagine how unpopular Tyler would be working at the bar if his teenage girlfriend showed up and Ugh. just hung out there the whole and time? Said, hey, honey, it's date night. Oh, Can you give man. me a lemon, lime and bitters? Oh, my God. And I just love that, you know. I would, call, I would citizens arrest him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and her. And the thing is, though. Is she wanted to be an adult so much, right? And the thing about being an adult is you don't go to work with your boyfriend. <laughs> like, do you go to work with your boyfriend? Um, sometimes I work sometimes, with him, yeah. <laughs> but no, not a, no, not just not just for hangs. No, I don't either. Have you ever done that? I don't think so. No. Well, you know what? When you know when I did it? When I was seventeen. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah when and you were seventeen. Was it like at a pizza shack or something? He he did worked at it like a ticket booth of a theater. Yeah. And I would just go hang oh, out yeah. at the theater. Yeah. Free that, popcorn. That sounds yeah. like the best boyfriend ever. Yeah. P.S. <laughs> I just said pizza shack because I was just rewatching the other day some episodes of Make It or Break. Yeah. Uh so but guess what? The promo for next week angered me because guess who she goes to for fake IDs? A non white actor, mm. bit part player. Was it the girl that told her she? I felt like it looked she like, looked the like the girl that like was her, yeah. um, hitting on her boyfriend. But she excuse me, so the they found they found somebody they found a person of color who is going to be a t- nefarious yeah, yeah. illegal activities. Yeah. So thank you, neighbors. Well done yet again. They don't know they're doing it when they do it, though, do they? No, they just think, great, a line for... No, they would have sent out the brief to the casting agencies and mm-hmm. said, we need a 17-year-old girl who's kind of edgy and deals in fake IDs. And they, the casting people would have sent back a dozen people and they would have looked through the pictures and went, oh, we need to up our multicultural okay. quota this week. Um, and not connecting the dots of what the what Yeah, was. we'll yeah. put her up for the role, not understanding the implications that it, it has. It's literally as easy as putting a fake nose ring on some girl. Exactly. That's all you need to yeah. be like, oh, she would totally sell a yeah. fake ID. Yeah. 
Um, Especially when three tattoos is running a tattoo business. No way. And in Surfer's Paradise, he's like, I got it for a steal. Surfer's Paradise is an expensive real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Right? I mean. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Everything is expensive real estate in Australia. But Surfer's Paradise is a tourist destination. It's like not, it's right in the center of the action on the Gold Coast. Yeah, it is like uh, Miami or... Hawaii. What's, what's it's that? like Waikiki Beach in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, it's um. Or on our like, what do they always show? Santa Monica. Is Santa Monica's gross? So yeah. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean Muscle Beach or something? Yeah. 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 And but he's like, don't worry, I got it for a steal. I'm gonna do like you can't have a tattoo parlor in Melbourne. No, especially. No, apparently it's what was it a millionth of the price? That yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's a dollar. Firstly, but where is Ned getting this money? He just asked his stepmom last week for two thousand dollars. See, now in real life, stepmom would have stepped up and said, uh, "What about the money you borrowed off me?" Yeah, yeah. So here's didn't. what you don't know. This is a little fan fiction. Ooh. We do fan fiction on nine hundred two and zero sometimes on the Blaze sometimes. Oh my god! So I'm, I'm on board. I think that there is like a alternate universe soap opera that takes place on a cul-de-sac. Near Surfer's Paradise in like Noosa. Yep. Where there was a, a woman who had a magical wedding <laughs> and her husband <laughs> fell off a cliff. Yep. Many years ago. And now he's returning. Oh my God. And it's yep. Ned. Oh my yep. God. And he has three tattoos. Oh my God. Yeah, and that's how she knows it's Ned because one of the tattoos is the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. And she'll be like, and I, we got the same one. You know, look. Yeah. We need so let's have a moment here for Ned. He's my TV boyfriend. Um, hashtag Nedbuzz. And this was his final episode. He's come and gone. He's been a guest character, and we've all been like, when's he going to be in the main credits? He's amazing. Because last year he was involved in my favourite storyline of 2016, where he um, developed a crush on his now stepmother, Lauren. And they had a sizzling chemistry, like yeah. the two actors. They were really milking it. And it was raw, like it was there. Yeah. yeah. And like he, he would be hanging out his washing with no shirt, and she'd just be staring at him it was amazing and then he went to kiss her she was like whoa 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 i'm marrying your dad back off and the dad's cute yeah he does the job the, yeah they they like to surf <laughs> to get i guess yeah they talk about surfing back when neighbors had a budget and they could send a car over a cliff <laughs> they would show people surfing at the beach but in this episode they showed people holding surfboards <laughs> in a backyard so that's all they have yeah, to do. That, yeah. That, that painted the picture for you they what were like, more do you need take some selfies with surfboards and they mentioned Torquay Torquay is 2 hours away look i think that's where he would go yeah he yeah. said Torquay the surf's been really flat all summer excuse me Drab Drab hasn't been out of Erinsborough all summer Torquay is near Bells Beach okay which in you know point. from Point Break Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I mean, God, the segue, thank you for that. Because I do want to say to Ned, whom I love now. Great. Why not? Um, <laughs> I want to say Vaya Condios. Yes. <laughs> because he, that, for those who may not know, is Go With God. <gasps> and is also almost your name. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. And you know what? Looking at this Jason Priestley doll. He's got a touch of the Neds about him, don't you think? He totally he does. does. This was my first TV boyfriend. And I know that from your The Blaze podcast, you guys aren't big Brandon fans. No, Brandon's the worst. But also you, because you keep <laughs> pointing out his character traits that I wasn't c- concerned with when I was 10 and or 11. And neither were we. Yeah. Neither were we. When, we. when we watched it, we just thought, oh, he's so great. And now we watch it and we thought, oh, he's so great. Just ask him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but See, I think that I didn't like him then, but then I think I married him. No, you did not. 
No, you did not. Like the guy is so great. Just ask him. <laughs> nah. You, you didn't marry Brandon. No. I do have I wanted some... to marry Dylan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I do have some thoughts about Ned, though, on the subject. Let's talk about him. He's hitting a punching bag shirtless and in jeans, which is not great workout <laughs> okay, gear. Okay, look, they did send him off in a spectacular fashion by not having him anywhere near a shirt for his last episode <laughs> no. on the show. <laughs> no, but when he goes swimming, is he swimming in jeans also? <laughs> Maybe. I thought he was. And then... Maybe they were wetsuit pants. Yeah, maybe. And he's in a pool also. Yeah. Um, and, and then there were some things, and I couldn't tell, again, who was who. There was a whole plot point that somebody's trash can had been toppled. Which is hard to do. Those oh. those recycle bins are heavy, especially with all the beers Dullcops put away. Um, I love, by the way, how he was put, put out by the bin being on the ground, but also like it was like four bits of things. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so was that Mark, the fastidious one? Yeah. 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 And he was like, somebody threw out... This one piece of trash. Yeah. And he blames a passerby. <laughs> like, not even caught red-handed, just a pedestrian. It was probably that fake ID girl. <laughs> he means he's a policeman. Don't just accuse the nearest eyewitness. But I actually enjoyed when he went to the hotel and, he, and Steph said, how dare you hook up with someone? We just, you know, that, that side of my bed wasn't cold yet, she said. And he was like, you know what? You cheated on me. And I loved it. I was like, finally, he's standing up for himself. He's a finally bit. fired up. Yeah. So the, to fill in the gap there. When good neighbours become good friends, <laughs> become lovers, yeah. become fiancés, become surrogates, yeah. become ghosts, become, <laughs> become <laughs> returned. Become estranged for 13 years. Yeah. So we'll wrap up with Ned's farewell barbecue. Firstly, they've arranged a brunch midweek. It's still like, when- <laughs> <laughs> it's still like Wednesday. Yeah, like, no wonder he needs to move to another place to get some work done. (laughs) (laughs) So they have this meeting at brunch to announce that he's leaving. And everyone's like, well, he's left like three times now. Why are we, why is today Mm. different? Mm. Um, They're like, his contract's up, come on. (laughs) And he had this whole adventure that we weren't privy to. He went to the Gold Coast to move in Maxine the woman in a wheelchair who he, whose house he burnt down, moved her into a hospice. We didn't get to see any of that fun stuff. Hospice? No. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's a grim. And we interviewed her, actually, yeah. Maxine. Kate. He moved her halfway up the country, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he feels bad for trying to kill her. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, he's like, get away from me. And we, yeah. interviewed, Kate, <laughs> we interviewed Kate Hood, and I'm sad she's not coming back because she was a cracker addition to the cast. So uh, have a look at our back catalogue and listen to the bonus episode where we interviewed Kate Hood. Um, so he's... Leaving and they put on this barbecue and I can't mention barbecues without referring to the most unsubtle sausage reference <laughs> of the week that happened at the, the inside barbecue of the day before, which was weird. So the, Ken- the Kennedys and the Cannings decide to call a truce because yeah. their teenagers are hooking up. So they invite each other around for a barbecue inside and for some reason Gary's boss is there to, ra- <laughs> to rage just comes along. It's not even innuendo. It's just, let's talk about our penises. Yeah. It's not even a veiled sausage reference. So we'll play it now. They look a bit pink. I mean, silly, they're perfectly cooked. Just leave the hood down. (laughs) Hood up. Always hood up. Oh, Oh, well, you should listen to Gary because the canning men really know their sausages. (laughs) You know what? I have to agree. I have had a lot of sausages in my time. But Gary's, wow. Just takes it to a whole nother level. Oh, well, then you need to try Carl's. He's been perfecting his for years. <laughs> I mean, look, admittedly, I've only tried Gary's sausage once. <clears throat> I mean, neighbours, I know you love to titillate in this way, but can you leave a little bit to the imagination? Yeah. Like, this was 
offensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's and it wasn't again. It was a MacGuffin. It didn't move the plot forward. Right. Uh, it was a McMuffin. It was yes. a s- s- sausage McMuffin. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But in th- we prefer in Australia to have our barbecues in the great outdoors and that's what we do for Ned as his farewell. And I'm not happy about it at all. The only thing I was happy about was that he hugged Lauren, his stepmom, to ignite a little bit of that chemistry. Yeah, that maybe rubbed up against her a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> and she touched his arm. Like she, did, she totally didn't need to touch his arm, whatever. Last week she was just like opening her wallet to him. Yeah, yeah now psh, talk about that. Yeah. And the other great thing is he's going to take Drab with him. So yeah, um, so Drab's going to be on. What show is he going to be on? Oh, he's doing a play. He's doing the Bodyguard musical. <gasps> <laughs> I don't worry. I have tickets to it in LA, but not with Kip Gamblin. Australia's. I, I haven't a clue. No, I haven't a clue. No, it's no, on be, here yeah. in Melbourne, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll show you. I'll show you the publicity shot. Then. I'm very excited because I just love that there's a Bodyguard musical, and in order to get tickets to Hamilton when mm. it comes to LA, you, yeah. the theater is forcing you to buy, forced us to buy season tickets, season passes. Oh, so you've, wow. got to go, you've got to go see all the other stuff. Which is, it's great. I mean, I do love going to the theater, but there were some things like, I've already seen Book of Mormon. I mm. don't really need to see The King and I again. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to see The Bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. So is this, I'm wondering, is this how he's going? Maybe. Is he gone from Neighbours then? Well, well, we don't know if he's coming back So we, we did have another message from our friend Barbara from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, who said, are they going to write him out? I, don't, I haven't heard of him leaving. And I don't think so. But maybe he'll just have an extended jaunt up in Queensland. Maybe yeah. he'll go to Darwin and visit his mother. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, that he goes up to set up the tattoo studio. Maybe he'll go hang out with Kylie Minogue. Well, he probably will while he's there. Because he's going to go and see his granddaughter. Which is also his granddaughter by blood, but also by marriage, mm-hmm. yeah. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, there they are. That's oh, him with Paulini from Australian Idol fame. God. First of all, yeah. let's talk about this. <laughs> he was way better looking on the show than he is in this. Yeah, he, I think just because it's an awkward. And there's a lot of airbrushing in that photo. Yeah. He's, he's a very handsome man. He yeah, just he makes poor life choices. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's gone. Well, I was hoping they weren't going to kill him because poor Lauren only had a dead husband recently. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's had a bad run. Maybe because he's into surfing, maybe he'll enter some kind of surf tournament up there. But I love how he's going to go to Queensland. Didn't even talk to Lauren about it. No, didn't even ask her if she wanted to come and visit her granddaughter. Yeah. Like, let's all go and make it a family trip. Yeah. Because they never got to take their honeymoon. Ned got arrested that day. Yeah. Puppy Ned. So that's where we are. I'm not in any way happy that Ned's gone although it does pave the way for him to I don't like to ask existing cast to come on to Neighbours I think it might provide a conflict of interest for them but now that Ben Hall's free of the shackles come on board come on to Neighbours Ben and we will shoot the breeze yeah and just forget everything I've ever set up until this point and we'll start fresh they'll behave the invitation is open but that's it the only other thing we didn't really talk about was and I've forgotten it now where is it? No, it probably doesn't matter. Fake pregnancy. Oh, Ellie. He was like, uh, when it come to Queensland, actually, I take it back. Um, yeah. No. Deal. <laughs> no, no. She, didn't she decide she no longer wants to rely on men, so she's going to hang around until Brennan's available? She was talking the talk, but as soon as he's like sent her the flower, she's like, let's go. I'll pack my bikini. Oh. See you in Queensland. Oh, that lady. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about her. Yeah. 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 But That's she was valid. like, I've never, I haven't been single since I was 14. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, who are you? And boo hoo. 
way to rub it into all the losers that never had boyfriends when they were 14. <laughs> Seriously, mm. there's Andrea's among us. <laughs> she used to be on Home Away, just for reference. Yeah. Oh, boo. Well done. <laughs> now, now, we'll round off with a bit of Neighbours Council business. Uh, I'll give you a minute to think about, we usually do Citizen of the Week and Citizen of the Week. Oh, yeah. And we get to name, you get to pick one, like someone who you thought was the best or someone who you thought was the worst now firstly castawayawards.com.au it's an australian podcasting award that's taking place we have cracked 100 <gasps> for the people's vote wham bam thank you uh, 100 mams after we guilt tripped everybody in the last episode to vote so you can still vote all the way up until the end of march castawayawards.com.au just click on vote for a podcast scroll down to find us and all you need to do vote is an email address and I feel like most of our fans have more than one email. Yeah, everyone's got a like a spam email that they sign up for newsletters with. Use your work email. Yes, great. Use your partner's email. Yeah. Sign your children up for email accounts and use those. Although my mum, I saw on Facebook she was trying to get my (laughs) great aunt to, and she doesn't know. Use your ex's email. She's barely on Facebook, so really. And I want to say that I voted, of course, for ourselves because that's a completely legitimate thing to do. And I've not been spammed once from it from doing yeah. this. Oh, so, great. It's, yeah. it's pure. Yeah. Uh, also, Book Depository, we've got an affiliate link if you want to support the PirateNet Studios. On our website, go to the Support PirateNet Studios section and there's a link there. Someone's bought some books and I like to read the titles. Uh, someone bought A Long Way Home, the memoir that the movie Lion is based oh, on. Yeah. Someone else bought The Five C's of Cinematography, Ooh. Motion Picture Filming Techniques. And this is my favourite. This is all one order. Farmyard Tales, First Words Flashcards, Animals on the Farm, My First Noisy Bath Book, and Consumer Behaviour. <laughs> and wow. is there only one person that, that could have done one, that? That was one order. Oh. It was me. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like George Orwell. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to say that anyone who's starting uni soon, most textbooks are available on Book Depository. Um, are you just, am I just enabling your shopping habit, CJ? No, well, I needed that book. And my son needs flashcards and he also needs a bath book. My first noisy bath book? Yeah. I don't think I've ever received my first noisy bath book. (laughs) There's still time. (laughs) Maybe it's a gift for you. Oh, dear. So, yeah, just hop on there. It supports us and it's a great time. Now, citizen or citizen? Do I have to pick one? No, we make the the rules. I know your rules. Um, So the relationship from hell was Mark and staff. Yeah. Right? So my citizen of the week is both Mark and staff for ending this relationship. Yeah. Great. And both standing up for this being over. Mm. Putting everyone out of their misery except the poor baby. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Oops. but he's he's not stuck. But also the working she, the working whatever. theory is that it's actually a baby toadfish in there. She just doesn't realize. Yeah, a little a little swimmer because she was because oh, she my was still God, that's exciting. She was still getting down to toady business, down to clown because she thought he couldn't say he couldn't reproduce. Sure. So they yeah. threw caution to the wind. So I reckon there's some toadfish plankton mixed in there. So this is the last thing they're going to do together in my books mm. is be citizen of the week. Great, yeah. Cat. Cat. Citizen of the week is handy woman, Allie. What's her name? Amy? Amy. 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 Because I really respect the move of flirting by way of citizen's arrest. Mm. You get to make physical contact, (laughs) which teen magazines taught me is a very important part of flirting. Yeah. Uh, First, you make eye contact and then move your eyes in a triangle shape. I remember that, reading that when I was like 13. (laughs) And like in Clueless, skin reminds people of sex. (laughs) Exactly. And And she she has plenty of that. She looks fierce the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, When she's like chastising her son, she's even like sitting 
standing really like kind of sexily on the table, like flashing her leg. <laughs> um, I just thought she, you know what? She's an independent woman and Great. I respect her. Citizen of the week. And she graduated to power tools in the flirtation stakes. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, there's only one. It's uh, citizen of the citizen. No, I'm going to say Shitizen of the Week mm. to Ned Willis mm. for buying a tattoo parlour on the Gold Coast when we've got perfectly serviceable tattoo parlours in Melbourne. Yeah, and you've got plenty of skin. He could have put one on. I'm blushing now. <laughs> and I've got virgin skin. It's yeah. not been tattooed. Oh, and he likes that. Remember when he gave one to his sister? Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yikes. So, poor form, Ned Willis. Poor form. Now. The Blaze. People have to go and listen to The Blaze with Kat, Lizzie and Kat. I've watched 921 a couple of times, but I'm going to pick it up with you guys. Oh, I love that. Yeah, That's actually one of our favorite things um, because many of our listeners have watched 90210 yeah. back in the day. Mm. Some are re-watching it along with us, but I really love the people who are watching it for the first time with yeah. us. Yeah. And some people listen to the podcast who've never watched 90210 because they like hearing friends shoot the shit about yeah, the about 90s and t- yeah. teenage years and all that. That's what I rely on with Neighbours as well. Yeah. Like, there are some people that don't dip into the show, but mm. I appreciate that they come in for the for the talking yeah. and uh, the banter. I am not rewatching it because I think it would stress me out too much. <laughs> I'm just me out. <laughs> I'm just relying on my 30-year-old memory yes. to, yeah. or 20, 20 years ago when I used to watch it. I listened to a few, like I listened to your interview because you've had a few cast members and producers mm-hmm. on, which is amazing. I haven't heard your interview with my TV boyfriend, Jason Priestley. Jason Priestley, who, as alluded to, we hate Brandon. Yeah. But boy, we love Jason. Yeah. He was. Did you get to look at him? Yeah, we were in the same room. Oh my God. He oh, was. wonderful. He Stop was it. so good looking and yeah. he was so charming. And that that's the great thing. He was game. You know, a lot of times especially with people who work sort of teen icons and Jason has a very successful directing career Mm. he still also acts but it's not like he is Brad Pitt who was his roommate back in the day and then early 90s when he did um the the somewhere in the ways yes how did that building not fall down (laughs) (laughs) so you know I could understand if he was like I just really don't need to spend an hour talking to some weirdos about this thing I did when I was a kid but you know what that's why Andrea loved him because he made the time he well (laughs) god Except, whatever, I yeah. have a lot of problems with their yeah, relationship. Yeah, str- he strung her along, totally. But he was completely game to sort of make fun of the show, but also be, you know, on our page of sort of laughing at it and loving it at the same time. And I uh, tune in, we asked him about his hair routine. How yes. did he get that perfect... Uh, yeah, the quaff. Pompadour, the quaff. Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, he was a great sport. And also... This started about midway, two-thirds of the way through season one, and now we're in season four. Uh, The executive producer of the show, Charles Rosen, uh, writes in every week with what was happening behind the scenes. I do enjoy his insight. His insights are, uh, time has passed and he's ready to talk. So there's a lot of good gossip if you like that. Super awesome. But I do like to say, if you've never watched 90210, um, I mean, you should start, (laughs) but if you don't, it's a lot of high school stuff that we all can talk about. Maybe you can help us fly the flag, the neighbor's flag in the States and just tell people, you don't need to, you understand soap tropes. Exactly. And that's, I think, I actually think there's a lot of people who listen to the blaze who, when, um, when I tell them about neighbors from, you know, saying, Hey, check this out. 
they will totally get that yeah. out of it. That mm. when you just kind of become family with these fictional characters, yeah. uh, that's the most amazing thing. And we've connected with so many people. I mean, I Here we would, are right now. Right? I mean, yeah. that's the most amazing thing yeah. about pop culture that obviously we're all we're all intelligent enough to be talking about more important things. <laughs> yeah. But this is how we've chosen to spend our time. It just, yeah. you know what? We're this is this is what we've chosen to do and I per, I for one am proud. And yeah, this is the best side of the internet. That two weeks ago I sent a tweet and <laughs> yeah. said, I like your podcast. You're you're the kindred spirit to our podcast. And you're like, I'm in the country. Let's hang out. Yeah. And it, it's been a, uh, such a blast. Um, and I do hope that either of you and also your other co-host, if you're ever in Los Angeles, get a chance to come talk on The Blaze. And if oh, not, yes. oh, in yeah. town, we will have some sort of... Uh, I'm sure we'll find a way to do some sort of crossover something because there's... There's a lot to unpack. Amazing. There's a lot to yeah. unpack. Yeah. Amazing. I'll, um, well, we'll finish now. I'll put the, the Jason Priestley doll back in his bag. And <laughs> thanks so much, Kat. People can uh, follow you guys at 90210blaze. I also will, would like, love to recommend our Instagram if you like a meme. Yes. If you like a 90210 oh, meme. Oh, I do. Love I'm going to check that out. Yeah. yeah. Our, fr- our friends over at The Art of Neighbours would love a meme. Mm. And The Blaze is, uh, you know, on all the apps. And, yeah. and 90210blaze.tumblr.com if you're a streamer. And check the rest of our back catalogue out, neighbourspod.com and on iTunes and Stitcher and everywhere. And CJ. Yeah, at Because I Am Pink. On Twitter. And I'm Vaya Pashos and Neighbourspod on Twitter. Yeah, keep chatting. Keep, and we want to hear from more Americans that have found us. Yeah, I want to hear about all of them and I want them to write us things that have uh, lots of American pop culture words in yeah. their emails. I would really like yeah. that. Yeah, so we've got <laughs> Michigan, we've got Tennessee. Who, who else is out there? Yeah. Yeah, give us some stuff. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks. See ya, bye. Bye. But how am I supposed to breathe when you give me nothing? Tell me how can I get through to your fickle heart? Cause even when I'm broken down, I stay fighting here on the ground just to love you. Bikey. <laughs> oh, he probably does nightclub appearances. For yeah. Oh, Were I you hope so. in radio when, like, did he come? I think so. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking that you probably had to probably spend time on. with him. <laughs> nah, just over the phone, probably. We already had him on. Take so. off your sunglasses. They're famous. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I need d- to, like, Google that, ever, I think. Don't ever apologize. We're just chatting about Corey Worthington, the party boy. Oh, dear. <laughs> just to localize everything for cats.